Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56 yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Honey, I Covered the Spread. I had a fucking good week, finally. Show me the money. Yes! Louder! Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! Foley, you would have had a great week if not for the Monday night. Not miracle. Oh, man, what a week from the both of us. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm adding up right now, and I'm pretty sure my props this year on this podcast are one and four. So uh, not good, but you went five and one. I went eight and seven uh, combined. We were up 11 units exactly. So we're still good. We're positive combined 21.1 on the year through three weeks. Uh, can't ask for much more than that. So. Uh, Got to continue through it. I, I said last week for me personally was last week and this week I thought were going to be the hardest. Uh, so we'll see if we can if I can escape escape uh, these two weeks positive. I'll be more than happy. Yeah, I'm happy with the five and one. I told you earlier I did not like the board last week and that made me feel a bit better. And mm-hmm. look what happened. So they take away the first touchdown score for me, but then they give me some some winners. Even yeah. though I, I would just take the first step first touchdown score. I mean those bets are great. Anyway, I had a good week, um, probably a little lucky, but I think what I'm doing right now is just staying away from Monday night props, and that's what's making me a little bit better right now, a little more yeah. disciplined. I need to do that. So I'll ask you off the bat here, just to, if, if the draft was tomorrow, how, how would you draft these rookie QBs? Uh, that's a good question. You kind of go maybe Lance first, just because we haven't seen him suck. <laughs> maybe. How would I you guess it? In all seriousness, Zach Wilson, you know, Robert the Rookie of the Year aside, how do you? Because Trevor Lawrence might look the worst out of all of them. That's what I was going to say. Like I, I think, see, I can't. I think I would still. I think I would take Zach Wilson one, just because I do think he's just from a pure talent perspective. I think he still looks the best. I mean. Decision making and all that. I'm still not going to. I'm not going to blame most of these guys because these coaches on these teams don't really seem to be helping out their their quarterbacks here. I just I just like the way Wilson throws the ball and whatnot. You like how he like spikes it at the. I love feet. when he's spiking that shit in the ground, dude. It comes <laughs> off his hands so well. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a spiral. You know, it's a I quick spiral. release right into the ground. So that's okay. good. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. The, the Jets on a third and six, they all ran the same route. Did you, did you happen to see that video? I have not, but I'm sure I will eventually. Oh, my goodness. It was Corey Davis, uh, Croft, and one other guy, Alberius. They all ran a 10-yard out all together. It was yeah. the dumbest yeah. thing I've ever seen. But I, I would tend – I, I think you go Wilson, Lance. 
Dude, I don't know. That's a tough question. Like I, I'll go, I'll go Lawrence, Lance, Wilson. Oh my god. Lawrence Lance. You know what? I, I don't even think I would go Lance. I, I because you know, you know, if Fields doesn't play this week, we would have him up there, and we saw how horrible he would be. You have to think Lance is, is horrible. There's a reason he's not playing. Yes. Um, I'll go Lawrence still. Uh, you know, it's too early to call him a bust, but I. Oh, he looks really was, bad. Yeah. Uh, no one looked worse than Fields. <laughs> so, no, but I don't. I was watching a breakdown of what Nagy did for him, and it was pretty much nothing. Nothing. No. I'll go. I'll go Lawrence. Oh my god, dude! I thought I was going to easily be able to go through this after I asked you, Lawrence. It's not easy. Lawrence Lance Wilson Jones Fields. Okay, okay. I, I'm going to say Wilson Lance Lawrence Fields Jones. You know what, dude? I'm going to put Jones over Wilson right now. Okay. I mean, he I, great I, against the Saints. Right. Per, per, I mean, <laughs> it's. It's more so. I don't. I watched Wilson for the first time for the first half, and I was. I didn't like anything I saw. Like, <laughs> I, he granted, like you said, there's a lot of reasons he's struggling. I don't. I don't like anything going on with the Jets. I don't like the fact that you know Salah brought in his like good buddy at offensive coordinator. That, that never seems to work out when you bring in friends. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, that's what I'll say for now. We'll, Not just we'll Fred, best goes. man at his wedding, wasn't it? Oh no, his uh, his brother. His brother was, was so right. very. Very close, and like at first, like oh, that's cool, and then once things start to go south, you're like, huh, is this guy going to be held accountable at all? I I really don't think so. Um, but this is official. Put it, you know, uh, sound the lights, send the uh, the bat signal out, put the graphic in. Joe Douglas is on notice. Okay. All right, we're the first ones to do it. No one's put him on notice yet. He's on notice because this guy gets praised for a lot of the deals he makes and what he gets in return. But I don't know if he could. I, I think. I think if Pat Mahomes walked in to that front office right now and asked to be traded there, he would say we, we got someone better under center right now because I, I the personnel decisions he's made has have not been good thus far. It's still kind of early, but have who who is on this team that he's brought in that's contributed anything? Has anyone yet? Uh, no, no, not really. And I really don't want to give him much credit for Beckton. Was Quinn, Quinn and Williams was him, I think, right? No, I don't. Was even so. him? Okay. Because Beckton, you know, I really don't know who the, the draft picks from last year. I don't know if any of them play. Uh, no, it's just uh, what did I say earlier? Uh, it's Beckton, Ashton Davis, and Bryce Hall. Those are, I think, those are the only guys that even made the team. <laughs> I don't even think Ashton. I, I Ashton, think Ashton Davis, Davis hasn't played, and and God knows when. <laughs> Bryce Hall, so, I don't, I don't even know. I think he's been in, but I mean, the quarterbacks yeah, actually haven't been doing pretty decent, but. Yeah, he played. He's actually been surprisingly decent. He was the guy who fell in the draft because uh, of injuries, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Out, of, out of Virginia. Yeah. Um, I, I believe I watched him play this weekend. He was, he was. I mean, okay, but um, yeah. I mean, I guess the big takeaway from this so far three weeks is just the rookie QBs look fucking horrible. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so unless you have anything else, I guess we'll just dive right Listen, in. I just want to say, okay, Zach Wilson's. Adjusted completion percentage, which accounts for drops, is 70.7%. So just let that simmer. I saw that tweet from Connor Hughes. 
you know I tried finding those statistics and I don't they're nowhere. See, that's your problem. You're trying to find them. You just gotta take <laughs> I, them I'm not even these guys wouldn't lie to us. Because I was like, what does that mean? It account because the tweet goes, it accounts for drop passes and things like that. <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah, okay. I did see that too. Like, what, what else would that mean? <laughs> yeah, dude, so I go to try to find a win. I went on NFL next gen stats, all these like adjusted completion percentages. None of them have Wilson at 70. <laughs> so I, I don't think he made it up, but I just could not find where he found it. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting point, stat. To your point, though, there were have been a lot of drop passes. It looks like guys aren't getting open. We know they can't block. It's uh, it's not looking good. Uh, I don't like the way they're using Elijah Moore. I, I don't know what – he doesn't seem to be – I feel like he, he's a, your prototypical like slot receiver. I don't even see him coming across the middle at all or anything, really. It, it's weird. Um, uh, yeah, I think he got concussed in the first half last week. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> he's, he's that Brandon Cooks hype, man. These guys, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get right enough uh, dilly daddling. We have we have a special guest today, we so do. we got to get to him. Um, start off with the Thursday night game. We have a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach on the road, heading to Cincy. They're catching seven and a half total of forty six. I'm going to let you start us off here. I don't hate the Bengals here. I loved them last week. The Bengals took care of me. Joey Burrow, go Tigers, <laughs> go. Oh, that's funny. The Bengals and the Tigers. Uh, <laughs> the more you know. And the Jaguars. <laughs> oh, man, it's the Jungle Cats going at it. <laughs> uh, Bengals took care of me last week, and I appreciated that. That was a very sweat-free, um, sweat-free bet. I mean, this is – who put this game on the schedule? Love it. You get mm-hmm. this game out of the way on Thursday, right? I mean, the Giants uh, – Right now, who was last week on Thursday night? Oh, the Carolina and uh, Carolina, the Texans. Yeah, that was a fucking barn burner, too. I didn't watch that one. I mean, I, I kind of like the over here. The The Jaguars can't play defense. And why well, should they, they put up what they put up 19 against Arizona last week? And that was with probably the dumbest coaching call I've ever seen. Yeah. From Kingsbury. So those seven there. So they really just put up 13. At Cincy, oh, man, I like Cincy here. I do. Short week coming up. Oh, give me Cincy here. Yeah. You're, Was it you're seven out. and a half? Seven and a half, yeah. Oh, give me Cincy, man. I think they roll. All right. Yeah, I mean, Cincy's defense has been surprisingly good, I would say, um, in all metrics, rushing, passing. They, they've been balling out. They, you know, they played Steelers last week, whose offense is shit. They played the Bears week one, whose offense is shit. So, but they did, they held Vikings to 24, although they were at home. It might be a little bit overrated. Uh, the offense has been underwhelming, uh, in my opinion. They, they haven't been doing as much as we'd like to see. Still trying to figure it out. And on the other end, I mean, Jacksonville's bad in every aspect. Besides, I think their O-line, I saw out of all, like, pretty much all the rookie quarterbacks, I think Lawrence has the best O-line currently through three weeks. And he still sucks. So um, that's super uh, worrisome. Uh, and they traded CJ Henderson, uh, their corner from last year that they drafted it with the top 10 pick. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, talk about bad GMs. Uh, that was that's about as bad as it gets. I think they traded him in a fifth and got a third back. They got um, uh, Dan Arnold, didn't they? Yeah, Dan Arnold. They went to the Panthers. That's correct. Uh, so, 
you know, Panthers had a, a, a athletic young corner that they'll probably just throw into that mix of young guys. So uh, that's exciting for them. But ultimately, yeah, I'm going to just tease the Bengals here. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm just going to keep fading the Jags and I'll, I'll find another teaser leg moving forward. But anyway, we'll, we'll keep on going here. We got uh, Washington, who is now laying one and a half at Atlanta. We have a total of 47 and a half. God, this is, this is a gross one. I would, oh, my first, you know, first thought here is the under. I think uh, this Atlanta offense is garbage. I really don't know how Arthur Smith is struggling so much with the weapons he does have. Uh, Matt Ryan might just be washed, like, permanently. Uh, offense doesn't look good. Defense still doesn't look good. They, they were lucky to get a win at New York, I thought, last week. Don't know why they took Kyle Pitts over a quarterback this year, although the rookie quarterbacks have not looked great. I, I just felt like they could have used more. Taking one of these young guys to develop behind Ryan, but now they're stuck here in no man's land. And then Washington, the defense has been overrated, it seems, coming into the year. They're not getting pressure. And basically, the secondary is getting exposed. It's another week where, you know, Atlanta should be able to get the offense going, it appears, but I doubt they will. May, might be more of a bounce back spot for uh, the Washington D. I would lean Washington here and the under. Yeah, I lean the under, but I'm leaning Atlanta, man. I am. Yeah. Mm. You just can't let this team get hot. And <laughs> a big road win over the Giants, over the G, man. Their defense does look pretty good. Now, I mean, Jason Garrett has a way of making the other the opposing team's defenses look better than they probably are. But, I mean, Washington got absolutely – like, that score should have been – and it was bad, and it should have been even worse. I mean, Antonio Gibson takes from 75 yards to the house off screen pass, and then they recover a fucking kickoff and then score again. I mean, without that, I mean, Buffalo's just taking a shit all over them. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning Falcons here in the under with you. I will probably probably go back to my old ways. Lord, forgive me, but it's time to go back to the old me, and I think I might get the Falcons back on my pick sheet this week. Okay. I um, If if you're Atlanta and you're the, the owner, GM, whatever, and, you know, this offense stays the way it is after throughout the whole year, do you fire Smith after one year? No considering he's an offensive-minded guy with, with the tools to be able to do it, and he's just one of the worst offices in the league. I no. think per DVOA, he is the worst offense, has the worst offense. You don't fire him after a year unless you're Vance Joseph. I don't know, dude. I, I would if, if your one strength is your biggest weakness as a team, kind of like when Dan Quinn was the head coach and they had the worst uh, defense in the league for multiple years in a row. Yeah, I, he lasted like five years. Well, he, he had Kyle Shanahan lead him to a, uh, a Super Bowl, which kept him around. That was the issue there. But I don't know. I would, I would consider it. And I, I know that's a little bit crazy, but I don't know how you have the worst offense in the league with an offensive-minded guy. And it's not like he doesn't have the weapons. Like, he has enough to – you know, what was the offense where, – where did it rank last year? It, it had to be middle of the pack at least, I would think, right? Um, yeah, I would think. Uh, you know, I haven't looked deeper into what he's doing exactly, but it's not working. So, um, once again, the second guy here, Arthur Smith, is on notice. According right. to he's me. not going to get fired. All right, don't be don't be afraid to throw down a little Arthur Smith fired in the offseason. He's not going to get fired. <laughs> they can finish last um, in the league, and he won't get fired. We're doing an emergency podcast if he gets fired. Right. But anyway, we got Chicago who. 
has not just has not uh, announced who's quarterback this week, but they are laying three and they are hosting Detroit. Jared Goff and Poe coming in with a total of 42. I'll let you start this one. Total is 42. You know, call me crazy, dude. I, I want to bet on the Lions here. Chicago looked yeah, so great. bad last week. Mm. And I think who starts it? I mean, if it's Fields again, I think we got to rip Detroit because Nagy is throwing out signs that he does not want to start Justin Fields yet. So when he's forced to, he just makes a game plan that makes Fields look as bad as possible so the fans will get on his back when he doesn't start. So if Fields starts, I think we take Detroit. If he doesn't, then I think we just stay away from this game. Uh, I, I would lean the over, too. But I don't know why. I just... I would. It's a low number and just going off field right now. I would lean over. Yeah. I, the big thing here with Chicago is on the opposite side of the ball, they have the worst offensive line so far. And they're going up against one of the a top five uh, pass rush unit in Detroit, which is surprising. But um, they actually just released Jamie Collins, too. You see that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, like you said, expect the quarterback to be under pressure here. However, like once again, if, it, if there's a defense to get the offense going against, it's this Detroit team. So, you know, ho- hopefully they get something going. I don't, I never understood the whole naggy genius thing, the opposite minded guy. But, um, and on the other end, you know, the, the Chicago defense has been playing well. Uh, they, they are also getting it to the quarterback, and we know Goff does not do well under pressure. His O line is solid, though. You know, it, it's, it's top half of the league. So hopefully um, they can keep him upright. I would. I would be an under as well. And at 42, I think I'm going to take it. I'm just going to rip it here. Under, Detroit under 42. The play for me. Two units. All righty. And let me just enter your play from before. You were on the Cincy Bengals, minus seven and a half. All righty. Um, we'll keep moving on here. Oh, boy. New York Jets, they are hosting the Tennessee Titans. They are catching seven with a total of 44. Oh, man. Uh, this Tennessee defense is horrible. The only thing they can kind of do is get to the quarterback, which is something the Jets, similar to with this last game we talked about, uh, Jets are not good at keeping Wilson upright. So I would expect him to probably be under pressure. However, hopefully guys are getting open and they're able to run the ball. I would expect a lot of Michael Carter this week. Seven seems like a lot at home, and this Tennessee offense is, is starting to figure things out, which is a little scary. Jets' defense, however, has been surprising to an extent, I would say. A.J. Brown uh, out, too. Yeah. What was that? A.J. Brown's out. A.J. Brown is out. That is correct. And I think Julio Jones is questionable, I saw. So um, I would – I would lean Jets. I, I would probably be on it if I didn't take them last week and just get embarrassed, <laughs> just shut out. Uh, I I would lean Jets here. I am. I think I'm going to take the Jets here. I, I think I'm going to finally bet them. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. I just think Jets have gone against Carolina's defense, which is one of the league right now. Denver's defense in Denver, which is I think top five, and then Patriots' defense, which is decent enough. Coming back home against its Tennessee defense. If they can't get it going here, I don't think they'll ever get it going. So I'm hoping for the best. This is a very optimistic bet here. Their defenses look pretty good, actually. 
they're always pretty good at stopping the run. So, I mean, I know they don't go against Derrick Henry every week, but I, I think they'll be able to do a little something there. I, got, I lean Jets in the over here. Um, so, A.J. Brown's definitely out. Julio played 34 snaps last week. He hasn't practiced yet this week. I'm going to, uh, you know, give me the Jets. Give me the Jets. Two units. Give me the Jets. I might be joining you on that. I'm just going to take a, a little bit of a sh- uh, little push. Yeah. Let's just, let's just pray. And you got minus seven. Plus seven. Or, I'm sorry. Plus seven. Plus seven. Tease an alternate line the other way. Yeah. It's okay. I can get down with that. Um, and I got Chicago in for two. Okay. All right. Moving on to the next one. We have Minnesota hosting Cleveland. It should be a good one. It should be a high scoring one. And uh, Minnesota is currently catching two points with a total of 51 and a half. You start. Um, sorry, I'm just looking up the injury report for, I don't know the right game. What are we doing, Minnesota and? Minnesota, Cleveland. I could start. Um, yeah, you started off here because I just looked up the, yeah, that's the wrong game. Go ahead. So, Minnesota's offense looks really good. Like a lot of things they're do- that they're doing, they're uh, being very efficient and they're moving the ball. Uh, KJ Osborne seems to be a legit far receiver number two. Um, and on the other end, you know, Cleveland's defense, it still doesn't seem great to me, but the- Miles Garrett is taking it to a whole new level. Uh, they get to the quarterback with, the- like with ease now, which helps out their defense a lot. Uh, Minnesota's O-line is solid, so hopefully they can combat that and keep Cousins upright. Those one o'clocks at home for Cousins, he usually gets done. However, on the other end, that, that Minnesota defense does not look great, and uh, Cleveland's moving the ball at will, it seems like, doing what they want. The fancy's looking good. Uh, I'm going to tease Minnesota up. This will be the other end of that Cincy teaser. And then ultimately, I would, though, I would lean over and probably lean – Probably leave Minnesota. Minnesota and over, I would lean, but I'm going to tease Minnesota. When you think about these two teams, what do you think about strong run games, right? Yes, but Minnesota this year doesn't seem to have it. Is Cook out again? Do we know? All right, scratch that. Um, I, that's what I was looking for. I can't tell. Where are you, Dalvin? What's the uh, number on the over under? It was 51 and a half. Mm. He's limited in practice, optimistic for Sunday, so he'll probably come back by the first day if get injured again. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm staying away from this game. Yeah. But for, yeah. I mean, it was a big win for my Vikings last week against the Seahawks for this uh, playoff bet. Going down 0-3 would not have been good. So we're back in the driver's seat. I think they probably get it done again against Baker. This push for this playoffs is just going to keep going forward with Kern. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Next, we got Miami hosting Indy. Uh, just want to note with this game, uh, supposed to be 85 and humid with 10 mile per hour winds, which is interesting. Uh, we know early in the year when it's hot that Miami visitor sideline is exposed in the sun. Something to keep in mind here Miami is laying two with a total of 42 and a half. 42 and a half. I, I mean, we call. Miami covering against 
the Raiders last week. That was pretty easy. That was a good call by us. Coming back home now, playing cross-country. Brissett's still playing. He looked okay. Defense looked okay. They just looked okay. I, I, I like the Colts here, man. Whether or no weather, I, I like the Colts here getting some points. I think they're better than the Dolphins at this point. Even, even in that weather, I mean, Jonathan Taylor maybe run the ball a little bit. Carson Wentz is recovering from his double ankle sprain somehow. I, I think I'm going to take the Colts here. Okay. Catching two? Yeah. All right. Two units? Yeah. All right. I am on the under. Uh, give me, you know, bum ass, dusty ass, Carson Wentz on two <laughs> dusty ankles going against this Miami D that, um, you know, is bend, don't break, uh, which I do think is good for the un, uh, an under. I think uh, you do want a few first downs, then a punt type of thing. Uh, I like that angle there. And then the other end, you know, this NDD hasn't been anything crazy. Just they have a, a good set of linebackers. Uh, so uh, Brissett's not make, taking any shots down the field. Hopefully both sides are kind of, you know, dinking and dunking, getting a few first downs and punting in the heat. As that day goes on, I expect it to slow down big time. So uh, I'm gonna take that under. It's a low under for re- low total for a reason, but I still think uh, we get like a 2010 finish here. All right, I don't hate that. Alrighty. Next up, we have Dallas. Is a good one here. We got the Cowboys hosting Carolina. Dallas is laying four and a half with a total of 50 and a half. Carolina coming off an extended uh, week playing on Thursday night football. But, uh, however, it is their second leg of a back-to-back road uh, trip or road game, however you want to state that. You got, you know, right now the best defense in the league in Carolina, although it could be fluky based on their opponents. But according to the metrics, they are the best. And they're going up against an offense that is humming with Dallas. And then on the other end, you got the Carolina offense that, you know, is seems to be improved from last year going against the Dallas team that uh, appears to be you know, improved. I have absolutely nothing as far as a side here. I don't know if we can trust either of these teams. It feels like both are probably a little bit fluky. Uh, I would lean Carolina. You know, four and a half seems a little bit unwarranted. However, uh, you know, with with, with that offense on the Dallas side of the ball, uh, you know, it could be a tie game late and and they score a touchdown to win by seven. You know, Uh, I could definitely see that. I don't know if I trust Darnold to get it done in crunch time. This this is probably going to be their first close game, if you will. Um, So nothing for me here. I like the over here. I don't know if I'm going to take it just yet, but I like it. Carolina did not really run the ball after McCaffrey went out last week. A lot of passing. I think they keep doing that. That stops the clock or keeps it going, but hopefully they get some chunk yardage. The Dallas offense looks good. That Eagles defense isn't a bad defense, and they were just kind of shredding them. Zeke looks back to, you know, Zeke looks a lot better. Dak is playing unbelievable. That comeback player of the year that seems like locked up barring any injury. And I think they're going to move. I think Carolina's defense has not been tested yet. Texans, Jets, Saints. I mean, not not the cream of the crop in the offensive uh, echelons of the NFL right now. So I think they're going to get a little exposed as their first big test and see if they got a, they got a couple extra days of rest playing on Thursday. So that should help. But I'm, I'm leaning over right now. I'll probably take it, but I'm not right now. Yeah, I, I don't hate that look at all. 
maybe even like a Carolina team total, right? What would that, that would be coming in around blah, 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 15 and a half total, four and a half spread. 20, 22, 23? 20, 27, 23. Yeah, 20, 20, yeah, probably 20, 24 flat. Yeah. Um, well, it does seem a little high on the road. Uh, yeah, not, nothing for me. Let me know if you take the over. If you decide. All right. All right. Next up, we got New Orleans hosting the G-Men. New Orleans is like seven and a half, and the total is 41 and a half. I will start out here by saying this New Orleans D should give uh, Danny Dimes fits. Uh, I know all their receivers like left the game last week. I don't know where they're at currently. Don't like what the Giants do on the opposite offensive side of the ball. Anyways, I don't think they are giving Barkley uh, the full workload they want to just yet. And then the other side of the ball, this, uh, this Giants defense is very underwhelming this year compared to what happened, what they were doing last year. Uh, not a fan of New Orleans or Jameis, but I will be teasing them down to minus two here and finding another leg. Uh, but other than that, I got, I would lean Giants probably with getting over a touchdown. I, I just wouldn't, don't think New Orleans should be laying that type of number against any team. I completely agree with you. I don't think they should be laying over a touchdown, even at home. Are they? Are they back in? They're not back in Mercedes Benz, right? No, no. You see, uh, not Mercedes Benz. Um, or is it the Mercedes Benz Superdome? Right. Um, it's the Mercedes Benz Superdome. Sorry. Do them and Atlanta have the same? Are they both Mercedes Benz Superdome? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, and the same division. <laughs> People what love Mercedes Benz South, man. Jesus. South. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know if they're back in. I saw it was on fire. Did you see that? I did see that. So they're probably not back in it. I did see that that was on fire. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. It would be some, quite something if they were. Uh, I can check real quick, though. We should be able to pull that up. Um, I'll, I'll talk through it while you check, though. Yeah, I, I think that, that the number's a little bit too it's called high. called the I mean, Caesars Superdome, dude. Come on. They changed the name? I guess so. Mercedes, oh, so Mercedes-Benz dropped them like a bad habit. Went right to the yeah. new... Went to the new hot girl uh, on the block there. There that meme walking down the sidewalk. Oh, man. Verbal meme here. <laughs> Mercedes-Benz is the guy. And then uh, holding the hand of the girl to his right is the St. Superdome. And then the one he's looking at behind uh, is the Atlanta Super, whatever it is. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh it's at the Superdome. I still don't so think they, they should be far home. Oh, okay, maybe this might change things. They're gonna be yeah. I think what we do is maybe Saints first quarter, Saints first half. Okay. We don't have to pull those lines up right now, but that's what I'm thinking. Just because that energy is gonna be through the fucking roof. Okay. So let me look at that. That's that's what I'm leaning. I'm not going to take the Saints full game, and I'm also not going to take the Giants. So let me. I'll look at that closer to game time, and, and I'll, I'll tweet something if I take it. Okay. That seems about that seems about right. Um, that game last week with uh, New Orleans, I think we were both on them. Uh, was a lot closer than the final score. Uh, New Orleans offense is not moving the ball very well, and uh, there was a few. Uh, there was a lucky pick six for them as well, where Johnny Smith literally just fucking scooped it and threw it right to the DB. Uh, so a little bit of a mistelling uh, score there, but nonetheless, we'll see. I would still lean G-Men, to be honest, even at home. Uh, I just don't like this New Orleans team, but uh, yeah, whatever. 
anyway, move on here. We got Philly hosting Kansas City. Kansas City continued its streak. I think it's 10 straight now where they have not covered as a greater than three favorite. And they lost outright there. I bet you everyone's taking Kansas City and Survivor Pools this week, teasing them down. There's no way they lose again. Going to Philly, Philly is currently catching seven. And there's a total of 54 and a half. I will let you start here. Give me the Chiefs. I'm taking them right now. Give me two <laughs> units on the Chiefs, getting seven. There's no way this streak continues. Let me give you a stat here. I'm going to tell Dave to come in too, um, just because he's been waiting a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'll admit him after I, after I finish this. The, there's no way that the Chiefs don't cover here, and I'll tell you why. It's just an insane stat that they haven't covered over a touchdown favorite. What are they, 0-9 now, 0-10? I mean, it's insane. 10, or 10, yeah, 10 straight. Short, short week for the Eagles against a division rival. Now they have to play Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl champs are one and two. They are not going one and three. They're going to cover here. They're going to blow the Eagles out. The Eagles offense cannot stick with the Chiefs here. I just don't see it. Let me give you a little stat here. The Jets are the worst team against the spread in the last, uh, what is this, two years at 31, yeah, 31% or something like that. Guess who the next team is right above them? the Chiefs. <laughs> That's, insane. That's insane. That is the only time you're going to find the Chiefs and the Jets next to each other in any sort of ranking in the last two years. Mm. But I think they get it done here. I think they're pissed off. I think they're going to be ready to go. And I just, oh, I just hated what the Eagles did on Monday night. Oh, man, they look terrible. And this is probably a bit of an overreaction, but I'm still taking the Chiefs here. Yeah, so I just have a, a little bit of a counterpoint here. Okay. I, the Chiefs' defense is r- really that bad right now. Uh, I, I don't think it's an overreaction to it. I think that uh, the move here is going to be the Chiefs' team total over and just bank on that offense putting up points and don't even worry about whether or not Hurts is answering them. Uh, I would expect it to be around 30 flat based on um where uh the total is currently at but i'll be on the total team over once that gets released like i said it should be around 30 um i would lean over on the full game but then once again you know casey on the road going to philly i i i'm tempted to just take philly with the touchdown again i mean it's worked so many times in a row why if it's not bricked if it's not a uh, broke don't fix it but um, for now, it's just going to be the team total over. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's take a break there, and let's welcome on the first guest in How I Covered the Spread History. Mm-hmm. Is what? second. Who was the Dean first gave us D- Dean gave us Cardinals loser. Oh, that's right. Last year, that's a terrible pick, Dean. All right, so Didn't the second guest, <laughs> not it, the second guest, and honey, I covered the spread history. You guys know him. He is the pride of Raleigh, North Carolina. It is Dave Myers. Dave, how are you? <laughs> What's going on, boys? How you doing? 
Oh, we're doing just great after that five and one week. I have fully went eight and seven or something like that. Um, but we're doing good. All right. So for everyone that listened to the last episode, you know what we're doing here. We're going five picks against the spread or totals um, straight up against Dave. And if Dave beats both of us, he gets a T-shirt and something else that we haven't. <laughs> something out of our closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A dirty T-shirt that I don't think watch <laughs> Hopefully we're the same size. Um, <laughs> all right, Dave. Do you have your picks ready? I do. I do. So we get, we're just getting right into it. We're just I think we just get right them. into it. Okay. Um, all right. Then yeah, you guys, you guys go first. Well, let's let's give more of a background on Dave here. Uh, Dave, you are a gardener now. Yep, full time gardener. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. What what, what yeah. you got growing? No. Uh, right now, I got some kale going, got some broccoli going, uh, mm. rosemary, and some garlic. Mm. That's all you need. No tomatoes. Yeah, one though? of the many hobbies I picked up moving down here. Didn't garden at all in New York. That was uh, the summer stuff. That stuff's died out now, so you got to switch it over, you know? Oh, tomatoes the summer. Oh, the more you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, yeah. so you can grow that shit in winter, actually? I guess that's more of a question. <laughs> No, you, you can grow different types of like uh, vegetables and stuff in different seasons. Like tomatoes, mm-hmm. they won't grow in the winter. They need too much sun or something like that. I don't know. I'm still learning stuff myself. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, okay. just keep at it, right? Because we, we need more farmers. I don't know if you've ever seen Interstellar, but uh, this world's kind of shit. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I guess, I guess, Dave, you start us out here. I guess let's go. You want to do one at a time? Like we'll, we'll swing yeah, around. Let's go, yeah, we'll go round table one at a time. I like that. Yeah. So give give your uh where my fucking pen is. Give your most confident first. And that way if you take something that me or C Mac like, we can't bet it as well. So we just we have 15 different bets oh, going man. into uh going into this. Or is that okay. too much? Is that making it way too difficult here? No, that's making it way too difficult. If, if okay. we have the same, we have the same, I think. Yeah, okay. like just speak right. up, I guess if you have the same, right? Yeah, yeah that, that's fine. All right, I don't have any uh, over and unders because, uh, unlike you guys, I'm not that I'm not that sophisticated of a gambler. Kind of just look at lines and look. You know what? I like that one. So, all right. Um, the people don't need to know that. Team Max. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So I guess uh, you want me to do my first one? Yep. Okay. So as you guys know, that uh, I'm a diehard Giants fan, which is exactly why I'm taking the Saints with the points this weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. If anyone's caught a minute of their games, it is just like downright like impossible to watch. Like they are just so bad. It's like it's stunning. I mean, I came in with high expectations this year, and the one crux that I said was going to depend on is if Danny Dimes takes a step forward. Like the whole team is going to depend on him. He's been playing, you know, the best he has in his career, and the team's still garbage. Like mm-hmm. I just don't see like a, a good future for this team, even especially this week with the Saints' first home game of the year. Yeah. No, that's a great point. That's a great point. Do you that think that is sorry, the, folks, go ahead. Just just to clar- clarify the spread. Um, oh, yeah. We're looking at seven and a half, minus seven and a half. Yeah, that, that that needs to be like more. I'm telling you, the Giants, like they can't okay. <laughs> like the one okay. part of the team that was supposed to carry them this year was their defense. That was that was like the locked in. Like the fans are like, okay, the defense is gonna be good, but they've let up like a the second highest completion percentage of the league this year. I think it's like 75.7%, just like something absolutely insane. Bradbury, uh, he, he's just 
a paper bag this year. Yeah, that's another problem. It's like the the Giants, they have no organic talent. So they're constantly bringing in, uh, you know, these huge freedom signings, whether it's Galladay, Bradbury, Blake Martinez, and then they're just never enough to like, you know, complement that talent because it's right. just bad. They're terrible at drafting. Even if they right. can identify good free agents, it just never matters. Do you think Garrett gets through the season? <sighs> Man, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some serious incompetence. Um, nothing would really surprise me out of the Maris at this point. Yeah, at least Eli got his number retired, right? And they really showed up. I mean, honestly, that's half. what I'm hanging my cap on this year. If we go in 17, <laughs> I'm like, Eli got his number retired. <laughs> it was a good, decent great, year. Great broadcaster, too, now. Yeah, that broadcast has been pretty fun to watch. You used to catch double birds. Oh, my God. I can't believe he did that. <laughs> he had to have known that wasn't getting blurred out. I think he just wanted to flip off America. I'm pretty sure that's an yeah. FCC violation, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll get it covered. He's somehow. like, can I do this as he's doing it? He's, like, <laughs> he's like, I think they could blur this out just completely live. Yeah. Peyton's like, do it, do it. Like, no, it's a terrible idea. But yeah, so um, the Giants are miserable, and Danny Dimes hasn't thrown an interception this year, which is bound to flip at some point. So that's definitely going to happen this week at New Orleans' first mm-hmm. home game, fans in the stands in over a year. So the uh, Superdome's going to be crazy. Love that optimism. You next. You next. All right, I'm going. I'm going to take that that Chiefs minus seven as my right. first pick in Andy Reid, in ill health and in good health. We trust, and I think. Did you see? By the way, like that Patrick Mahomes interception, the no look. Like Scott Hansen on red zone was like sucking him off. I'm like, he threw a fucking pick. Like, just look at the guy and throw it. The the no look did absolutely nothing. The linebacker wasn't even over there. Anyway, I'm taking the Chiefs minus seven. Eagles stink. You think Mahomes got chill with the flash sometimes? I mean, that's a dump off. Just throw it. From that that play was like, dude, just throw it. Like, yeah, you, I agree. You don't have to fool anybody. The guy's not even near him. <laughs> that was just for us at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, let me look off this linebacker. That's five yards, not even near my <laughs> receiver. No, that's true. I um, my first play here. I'm gonna go Baltimore. Uh, to pick them they're in Denver uh, which isn't great but I just think we've seen Denver so far they played the Giants the Jaguars and the Jets the three probably worst teams in the league I think uh, it's easy to just overrate them right now I think they'll play their first legit team and I think before the year if you said you could get Baltimore as a pick them against Denver I'd be all over that so I'm going to just Keep the faith. Jimmy Smith back for Baltimore, uh, who is literally the heart and soul of that defense, uh, going against Teddy Two Gloves, who big fan of, but we haven't seen them face any adversity, and I think they hit it this week, and uh, Baltimore gets it done. I'm actually with you on that one, Foley. That was one of my picks, too. That line didn't make any sense to me. I mean, the Ravens beat the Chiefs like two weeks ago, and you're telling me it's like a pick against Denver? Bro, they should have lost to Detroit. What do you mean? I know, but Hollywood Brown also shouldn't have dropped three touchdowns. I don't foresee that happening again. Um, and they're plus they're getting that rookie Rashad Bateman back. I, I just I don't see how Denver even keeps this one close. I mean, KJ Hamler's out, Judy's on IR, Chubb is out, and then both their uh, guards are like injured currently. I just don't see a way that Baltimore doesn't absolutely blow them out as a confidence win, you know, off that scary victory in Detroit. Yeah, I, I agree. And I like that from you guys. I'm not going to take it, but I like that. <laughs> that's my most confident one i had to do the giants first because i'm a giants fan but I, that one it's either like the biggest rat line of all time or just like um yeah like 
And and it is a little bit uh, troublesome that I'm seeing 81% of bets are on Baltimore. So see, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We could be uh, we could be square here, but I, I'm with you on that. All right, Foley, you All go right, with your second one then. Want me to go second one? Yeah, a little All snake right. draft. Okay, I will go with. I'm sorry, I'm gonna take a quick peek here. I'm gonna go with the the under in that Miami game at 42 and a half. Um, we spoke about it already, Dave, but basically it's, eight, it's supposed to be 85 and humid, uh, got some wind going too there. And I just think with Brissett on one side and, and Dusty Carson Wentz with two bad ankles on the other, um, I think it's going to be a lot of ch- like, you know, dink and dunk, chipping away at it. Uh, no big plays should be found in that game. And uh, at 42 and a half, you know, you're looking at a total of what for in the spread that's two, so expecting a close game you would need a 24-21 game to go over there. And if, if both of those offenses do that, I'll, I'll, I'll easy, easily take that L. I can't believe the fall of Carson Wentz, honestly. It's been shocking to watch. Yeah, he's horrible. Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like people, the best was people blamed it on like the pressure last year. They were like, yeah, no offensive line. And then when you actually looked at his numbers, when he did have time, they were just as bad. It was just like people – they just wanted him to, to not suck any, and he does. So And Philly fans, I feel like they still have like this attachment towards him for some yeah. reason. It's like he didn't give yeah. you. I mean, he got even you. Even though playoffs, they didn't but... even, yeah, they didn't even like him. They didn't want him to start. Yeah, I don't They're know. Fucking foals. Right. And how, how that's such an indictment on Wentz that they're two point dogs, right? To Miami per set. They're two point dogs to per set. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. No. Not great. All right. My second pick, I am going the opposite way of Dave. I'm going to have a little faith in my team and I'm going to go with the Jets for my second pick. I pray this is, this has nothing to do with stats. This is just a field game. This has nothing to do with feel. Actually, this is just a prayer. This is just me looking up to the sky, asking for something and hoping it's answered for the Jets to keep this within a touchdown. So I'm going to go with the Jets here. Uh, to, to what is it plus seven against the Titans at home? Come on, Jets, do something, man. Titans might be missing their uh, Julio and AJ Brown. Well, they're going to be definitely missing AJ. Yeah, Brown. AJ's Julio's out and Julio hasn't practiced yet this week. So let's pray for that too. Even though I don't even think they need them to beat them, but <laughs> so yeah, you're going to need like Henry and Tannehill. How the Jets been looking this year? Do you guys? Oh my God. Yeah, we yeah. don't have the first. I think we spent the first fifteen minutes on that. Oh, you got right, right. We won't have to rehash it then. Yeah, C-Mac breaks down the film on like our linebackers and tries to find like the bright spot. And I'm like, dude, it's just oh, it's horrible. Not much. I watched I watched the first <laughs> half against the Broncos, and no joke, I was like ripping my hair out. I couldn't believe it. Um, it's like sometimes when you watch like the Jets and the Giants, and you see like a Chiefs game, you're like, are these guys even playing the same sport yeah, right now? No. <laughs> God. I, I mean, you, you look at like. You look at some of these offenses that aren't, aren't even good, and at least like they're like they're putting guys in motion, doing some play action. Like guys are kind of getting open. You look at the Jets; dude, no one is open ever, 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 and no one's blocking. I mean, the fucking weird highlight kid on TikTok that does—I don't know if you guys have seen that—that oh, that, that like child. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he does a great job breaking it down. It's like fucking the fourth yeah. and sixth play, fucking. Five rushes, six blocking, and two guys, uh, three guys are unblocked. Like, who are you guys blocking? I don't know. It's it's bad. It's bad right now. I expected it with all these these first year coaches and whatnot, but I mean, it's it's worse than I thought. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dave. Your uh, second pick. Are you on Baltimore? So you got New Orleans, Baltimore, and now your third pick. Okay. 
All right. Um, this one, I, I feel like it might be like I'm just getting in my own brain about it, but I feel like I, I got to take the Patriots and the points at home. I mean, you're going to yeah. go against Tom Brady. See, back. That, that is exactly why I'm doing it is because of people like that. They're saying there's no way Tom Brady going to come back. He's going to, you know, cement his legacy. But I'm doping in the other camp where after this game, people in the public will never be able to decide whose reason was it for the dynasty, Belichick's or Brady's, because Belichick's going to whoop him up and down the field. I'm telling you, I got a, I just got some weird feeling about it that the Patriots are going to come out and just absolutely just they're going to pull it out. I'm feeling it. And we can we can we can talk about this one because we haven't spoken about it yet. The the spread is crazy because if you really think about it, you know, we talk about always what would the spread be if it was flip flopped and uh, New England was on the road. It would be, you know, I think. New England has one of the better home field advantages. I think Foxborough is a hard place to play. And then Tampa, you know, let's say it's become one. Um, you know, you're talking about two and a half, two to two and a half points of home field. Flip it. If, if Tampa was home, they're saying the spread would be like minus 12, which I agree with Dave to an extent. Like that is way too much. Um, now, can Brady do it? Like, yes, you can. I don't like what Mac Jones has done. But I, I would, I think I would lean New England as well. I think it's just a little bit too many points. And uh, we spoke about how last week the game was closer than it, the final score against New Orleans. Um, that's the only other thing I would say there. Oh, see, I am on the complete opposite side here for my third pick. I'm taking the box and the points. Okay. I, I think all of this time Brady saying he was, um, he was nothing without Belichick and vice versa, or whatever. I think. Brady has more of a chance of actually putting that to bed or or performing in a way that affects it than Belichick as a coach because he's actually still playing. I think him coming back into Foxborough, he's gonna he is gonna be so fucking jacked up. Him and Gronk. Tampa's a better team, obviously. They're probably the best team in the league. Um, I think Mac Jones and, and the Patriots are just gonna kind of get caught in this hoopla of, of Belichick versus Brady instead of Tampa against the Patriots. Oh, I just love Tampa because I I think Brady is going to want to fucking run this up. He's not going to want to win by a touchdown. He's going to want to he's going to want to destroy the Patriots. I feel he's going to get the nice warm welcome. The fans are not going to be against Tampa as much as they would be against another team. So I think that home field advantage that that you spoke of, I think it's a little less because I think they're going to be rooting for not, not rooting for Brady and Gronk and Tampa, but not rooting against them as much. So I think, I think Brady wants to put that narrative to bed. I know he probably did already with the Super Bowl table, but I think he's going to want to put it to bed even more because he's going to head to head. And I think he's going to, I think they're going to go for blood here. Okay. Fair enough. My, yeah, I agree uh, with you. Oh, my bad. Yeah. No, no, it's all good. You go. Yeah, no, I agree with you on most that, C-Mac. I just feel like uh, Mac Jones, you know, this is like the perfect opportunity to make a name for himself. And this is literally probably going to be the biggest regular season game of the year. Like, this is going to be the 100%. number one. Brady versus Belichick. And Brady has the opportunity to set the all-time passing record in this game. I think he needs, like, you know, 40 more yards. He's obviously going to break it. But, like, there's so much implications, like, historically. And, I mean, I guess kind of, like, in the NFL standings, I mean, you know, the Bucks are going to be fine. But the, Pates, the Patriots, if they want to compete, you know, they need this game. You know, just as a tone setter. I mean, they probably read it off as a loss early, but, you know, it wouldn't hurt for your rookie quarterback to take down, you know, the predecessor, you know, the greatest of all time. You know, I could just see it happening. Agreed. Do you think there's anything also, 
just one more thing. Do you think there's anything to Brady going against Belichick's defensive practice for 18 years that he's – you think Belichick's going to throw anything at him that he hasn't seen before yet? Not that many coaches can, even in the league, because he's been in the league for so long, but do you I think, think he's going to know? I think there's going to be so many different levels of chess played between these two men in the next week, just mentally, like, I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? I think I think um, what Brady's working with in Tampa is nothing, any, like, like anything he's ever had in New England. And I think Belichick adapts every week to who he's playing. So I don't think, um, I, I don't think, Brady will know exactly what to expect, if that makes sense. I don't know if, you know, there's a, a base beneath everything Belichick does. I don't know the X to the nose that crazy. But um, I, I know Belichick does adapt every week to take away your best player, this and that. And uh, none of those offenses in New England, besides maybe the the, the undefeated year going into the Giants. Oh, seven, Bowl, yeah. Yeah, ha- had an offense close to what they have over there in, in Tampa. Um, so who knows what, they tr- what uh, New England tries to do. I think getting Antonio Brown back is huge. Um, so we will see, but to your point, I don't, I don't think you can, can go into that game expecting to know what Belichick does. I think that's putting yourself at a disadvantage. What's the, um, the number of bets placed? I'm curious, like who's got the most, like you said before that most of the bets were on, uh, the Ravens. What's that situation here? I feel like it's got to be oh, slammed. 90, 96% I'm seeing on Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, I mean, that it is, is like... it is still early though. So, so the big thing with these percentages I've noticed, cause we, last year we, we, we uh, recorded Thursday nights. Um, I'm noticing that the casual person who you want to stay away from isn't gambling this early in the week. They're waiting until Saturday, Sunday, they wake up Sunday. What do I like? So I will say that these numbers are very skewed and these could be actually sharp. This could be sharp money to an extent because the, the the pros are who are putting their bets in immediately. So I'm not saying it's 100 percent that, but I don't get, I wouldn't get too caught up on the percentages this early in the week. Um, check in more on these. I would say Sunday morning because that's when you get Joe Schmo waking up putting in a hundred dollar teaser, um, like C-Mac. Oh, but, it uh, used to be me. I haven't done that. <laughs> um, but yes, going against the public is always great. But um, my third pick here, and this is where I'm kind of just winging it at this point. I'm gonna go with. I think I'm going to take a shot with the Washington football team laying one and a half in Atlanta. I think we finally get to see this defense do what they know they can. Uh, I have no faith in Atlanta. Uh, the offense and defense on both sides of the ball have just been horrible. I think that the fact that they cannot get a pass rush and Washington's O-line is that good. Uh, Heineke finally has time to sit there and I think he's good enough to move the ball. Um, so laying anything less than a field goal here with Washington going against uh, a joke that is Atlanta, in my opinion, I'm going to, I'm going to take Washington here. Another spread where I think maybe, you know, beginning of the year, although we were expecting Fitzpatrick, but um, I still think this is a little bit low because Washington has not looked great so far. I feel like it's uh depends on the day where you're going to get from Heineke. You know, sometimes he looks like, you know, someone who should have been drafted in the other days, you're like, now I understand why this kid went undrafted. Right. Right. And that's the thing I'm hoping because they, right now they're so far this year, they've had the best O-line when it comes to pass blocking. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm already mixing that up. They have, I think Atlanta is actually. Yeah. Atlanta. Okay. So that's what it is. Atlanta um, can knock it after the quarterback. So Washington should be able to, uh, to keep him upright. And they do actually have, Per football outsiders, the best pass blocking line. So it should be a recipe where Heineke has all the time in the world. 
and uh, that can only help him. Um, is when is Curtis Samuel back? He's not back this week, but is he back next week? Um, he went on IR before week one, so he's on for at least three. He could come off this week, but I, I haven't seen anything indicating yeah, otherwise. I haven't either. Um, I would expect a big day from McLaurin. And like I said, I mean, we haven't seen this Atlanta offense do anything against anyone, even bad defenses. So I don't think they're now suddenly going to move the ball well on a defense who I do think is has struggled so far, but might just be underrated. Uh based on who they've played so far. So if that defense starts balling like they're supposed to on Washington's side, I, I can't see them losing this game. I like that one. Yeah. I, I was initially when I was looking at these on the other side, but that made sense. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Heineke's just probably not getting respect that he's earned, and Matt Ryan's name is still carrying value that it doesn't earn. Right, right. I think Matt Ryan, I mean, he might just be washed. I don't know. No, yeah. Up, he looks really, really sucks. bad. <laughs> he looks really bad. Yeah. He has the lowest um, average and intended air yards that of any QB in the NFL. And that was like his money, especially with Ridley, like they're deep ball boys and he's just not yeah. getting anything. I saw he was, I think he was a five, two before the giant game. And I think he went even more. I mean, dude, really, really hasn't had under eight catches yet, but he hasn't been over 62 yards yet. Yeah. It's like Jarvis Landry days of old type stuff, but that's I mean, not how Ridley is, you know? I know. Can we maybe get him down the field a little bit? Sounds like uh, someone might have him in fantasy, no? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it for 60, but throw a touchdown in there, maybe? I, mean, we're not gonna I think I hear some bias. Um, all right, and then my fourth pick with the sneak little thing we're doing here. I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, I think this team is, is just a well-oiled machine right now. Um, we saw what they did to Tampa Bay, and I just I don't like Cliff Kingsbury. I still think he's a shit coach. And um, what makes you I think do, that? Yeah, uh, don't even get me started with that guy. Um, four and a half, it's an ugly number. And, you know, Arizona does have the, the capability of sliding in that back door. But I just think the Rams should be up by a touchdown by the end of this one. I think um, they, uh, they should do whatever they want on offense. And then on defense, I don't love, I still don't love just Kingsbury or the way that offense is run. I, um, I think anything less than, you know, six and a half, six here is going to be Rams for me. Yeah, I I would have taken that too, but I'm not going to take the same as you because we need to beat Dave. But I like that pick. You think Stafford's having like a renaissance right now? Is this like a new type of quarterback or is this just like no. a little flash in the pan? I, I think this yeah, is who he I, is. I think it's just... I just think we're seeing McVay being able to do whatever he wants. Uh, we saw some really ugly throws from um, Stafford last week. I think this is more so McVay has a quarterback who can throw the ball downfield. So he's unlocking a whole portion of his playbook that we have never seen. We saw McVay come into this uh, league and he had so much, so much success because he uh, was innovative with his offense. Then everyone caught up and we saw them slow down. They get rid of Goff, who could not throw downfield, and they bring in Stafford. And now I think we're seeing, once again, a new version of McVay that I think people will catch on. But for now, I think uh, they are just going to steamroll and until someone figures it out. And I don't expect Arizona to be able to do that. And if they do, then I'll, I'll, I'll give them props. <laughs> I think Stafford has, he has three or four throws over 40 yards of airtime with greater than like three and a half yards of separation. No other quarterback in the league has won. And no. I think that's and, just all to Sean Jackson and Cooper Cup. And that's the thing with, with Jackson is like, oh, during this week or last week, uh, McVay was like, yeah, I want to get him more involved. 
And like, can, for, he, can uh, he say that about Robert Woods? I mean, like, what are we dude, doing for, here? for a coach to just be like, I want to get Deshaun Jackson more involved, and he comes out and what he scored two separate fifty yard touchdowns. Like, I don't know how many coaches can scheme like that, man. And and uh, I was starting to lose faith in him, like I said, because he, he, the offense wasn't doing much. And I don't think Goff is horrible, but I do think we're seeing, um, you know, a whole side of that playbook that we've never seen. And the fact that it was Stafford to request a trade and kind of fell into the Rams' lap. Maybe it's destiny. And I would lean over as well, because if, if they're not going to cover, it's going to uh, be Arizona scoring with them, and you would take that over. Yeah. But T-Mac, yeah, you're up next. I agree. All right, let me get – so this is my fourth pick. Hmm. Who do I want to take here? Let me get – you know what? I am going to take that over 50-and-a-half in Carolina and Dallas. I'm going to put that on the cards here. I'm going, to, I'm going to stick to what I had said earlier. Caroline's going to throw the ball a lot. Hopefully, Sammy D can keep it going, maybe put up 20-something points. And that well-oiled machine that is the Dallas Cowboys offense keeps it going here. And we get into the end zone. And now that I'm not going against Zeke, Dak can throw it to whoever the hell he wants. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm up, right? Yep. Yep. You got two. Your final two. You got four and five. Final two. Okay. All right. Uh, this one, when I saw it, I felt like this was also like a the Broncos Ravens situation where I felt like I was was getting tricked or something when I saw Green Bay was six and a half point favorites at home versus Steelers. Like, I'm taking the Packers all day with that. I I would like to uh, apologize in the beginning of the year when the Steelers beat the Bills. I was like, okay, this team is going to be legit. And I don't think there's going to be, looking back at the end of the year, a bigger anomaly than that win than since the Jaguars winning week one last year and then proceeding to lose 20 straight games. I mean, the Steelers are bad. Big Ben is toast. If he had any honor, he would have retired two years ago. Oh, but now so we got to take him out the back like old Yeller and kill him. I mean, he is downright <laughs> abysmal. He looks so bad. <laughs> And uh, I just like all their receivers are hurt. Juju left last week. Deontay um, didn't play in the game. Claypool got banged up. Um, that TJ Watt also didn't play. I mean, I don't understand how this team is getting like that few points at home versus the Steelers. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not going to take them, but I agree with what you just said. Uh, that was it was sad watching. The Steelers last week. I mean, I was on the Bengals, and it was still sad watching that. Big Ben. Did still... you see that throw when he was rolling out, and he just oh. he could barely toss it, and then he collapses over his way. I felt like it was an old man, like a life alert. He needs the necklace or something. Oh my god, it was yeah. so bad. And then yeah. it was it was fourth and goal from the ten. Speedy's <laughs> running out of time. Shit, I haven't got this yet. Um, it was fourth and goal from the ten, and they ran a fucking like. One yard out to Najee Harris with 14 catches. I'm like, well, what is he going to do? There's four Bengals around. I'm like, it's fourth down. Throw it in the end zone. They, they Najee had 19 targets. Ridiculous. Did you get hurt? In that game, yeah. Um, yeah. Specifically, I'm not sure if he's out, but I know that he was uh, he rib questionable heading into the game. He injured his okay. rib during the game. He got pulled out in the middle of it. So it was just Claypool and uh, James Washington and, you know, Pat Firemuth running out there against the Bengals. Yeah, I was all over. I thought the Bengals were going to get smoked last week, but I was still hanging on to that week one Steelers. And I just think that that was a, that's a flash in the pan. That is not going to be repeated. They're a bad team. 
yeah, I, I would probably, I would agree with that as well. It does seem a little low, the spread. Um, Green Bay's offense seems to be cooking. And, and Pittsburgh's still hurt, right, Andy? I haven't gotten yeah, into the injury yeah. report. TJ Watt didn't play last week. I think he's coming off a, a groin too. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the best player on their team. Yeah. Literally the yeah. best player on their team. So, if he's not at 100%, I mean, I don't really know what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got eight and a half minutes left. Unless this and final pick uh, for Dave. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll make this one quick. One. Yeah, I'm going uh, with Seattle plus three on the road versus the 49ers. Um, I feel like this is the game where it all collapses for the 49ers. I mean, they're coming off that brutal loss last week against Rodgers with like 30 seconds left. And uh, I just feel like Jimmy G is not going to get up for it versus Russ. Um, and this is the game where Trey Lance takes over because of the collapse. I've just going complete narrative street uh russell wilson hasn't been too good in the beginning of the year but he famously doesn't really heat up until about this type in the year so i'm hoping i'm calling that this is going to be his breakout game um because you know russ always has it in him so uh taking russ and the points on the road for jimmy g and co all right, I am on the other side of you again, Dave. I am on the Niners. Oh, wow. Oh, Me and C-Mac, Buttheads. Oh, too, all right. I'm going right head to head right now. All right, seven and a half minutes left. Um, I, I just, I, I think I, this is more, not even a Niners bet. This is just the Seahawks are awful bet. And I just think it's falling apart in Seattle. They, they don't, apparently there's trouble in the locker room. Uh, uh, Pete Carroll said something I had play and then Russell Wilson like pretty much just went the other way and said no he's not going to play that way he's not going to check down he's going to play the way he knows how to play I think mm. there's just a lot of uh, they're not on the same page I think they're getting tired of Pete Carroll and I think this it, they're not I don't even think they're the defense is bad I think the Niners should, shouldn't have too much problem scoring on them so uh, give me the Niners by a field goal at home uh, against the Seahawks right now because I think the Seahawks are in a tailspin. I just yeah. feel like 49 is going to get it's got to be so hard coming off that loss. So hard, you know, hard getting up for this game, at least that's what I think. But we'll yeah, see. Agreed. We'll and see. It, it is a very big game in the NFC West because whoever loses this game is probably out. Mm-hmm. And I know it's probably a little bit of a reaction, but this division's so good that it, it, it could be the case. I might just take the over in that one. I don't see any defense being played. Um, yeah. I mean, these defenses are horrible. I love betting against Seattle because I just think their defense is horrible and their coach is an idiot. But no one has a worse no one has a worse read on San Fran than me. I think anytime I bet on San Fran, I lose, and when I bet against them, I lose. So I I don't want to pick a side here because I feel like San Fran. You talk about a team you have no idea what you're going to get. They could come out and absolutely dominate them, or they can come out and it's like, what the hell? What kind of team is this? Um, yep. so I'm, I'll just rip the over there. I'm gonna take the over 52. Uh, once again, I, I don't see any defense being played in that. Um, it's four o'clock game. It's not the, it's not the, the, um, the big one though, right? I think green Bay pit is the, uh, the big four o'clock game. Um, I call it prime time. C-Mac doesn't, but I'll take the over there over 52 and that's about it. That'll wrap that up. Um, so we have five minutes. I think we literally touched on everything. The only game we haven't touched on is Houston Buffalo. Yes. We don't really talk <laughs> about that. Um, and, and the Chargers. That way, and the Chargers Raiders. I, I would lean over in the Houston Buffalo. Uh, I think uh, Mills is, is a freaking 
he takes some chances, which is always good for an over and an at Buffalo offense to put up points at will. I don't know if you, you guys have any thoughts on that. I wouldn't touch the spread at 17. I got no thoughts on that, Dave. It's all you if you have anything. On principle, I feel like you got to take the points, but I mean, I'm just going to stay away. <laughs> yeah, That's too many points. Um, what are you... <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I like the over with Mills being reckless, but then when you think about what's the final score, you're like, all right, Buffalo 35, Houston 10. And you're like, wait a minute, that, that's not that's not enough. So that's the only thing keeping me off that is Houston side. I feel like we're um, going to get a full half of garbage time in this one. So that's yeah. why, you know, that backdoor cover is built in. Yeah, that's true. And then finally, the, the, the Monday night game, Chargers are hosting the Raiders and they're laying three and a half with a total of 52 and a half. Over, 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 over. The, the, the only thing that would scare me, I think, is the Chargers seem to be playing like decent defense. They did get a couple turnovers against Mahomes and Co. So that probably should have been a little bit worse than it than it was. Was it twenty four? Mm-hmm. Um, but these two teams can score. Raiders got so lucky they won against Miami. Um, so uh, these two teams can score. So I, I'll probably I'll probably take the over in that. And I don't hate I don't hate the Chargers by three and a half, but I, I'd probably stay away just because this feels like the Raiders kind of losing by a field goal. If it falls to three, I, I I would probably take the Chargers, but... Yeah. What do you think, Dave? I think whoever's getting the points in this game, I mean, these two teams, I mean, you said you don't have a read on the Niners. Every time I try to make a prediction on these two teams, I got no idea. You know, they're so up and down. Every week, it's like a mixed bag. So, I mean, if the Raiders are getting points, I'm taking them. I might become a Raiders believer. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I, I, because I feel like everyone every year is like, you know, the Raiders are eventually going to fall off. But uh, I feel like this might be the year. I don't know why they've done nothing to earn it in the offseason. But their play has been pretty good. <laughs> so over seven wins. Join the club. <laughs> oh, that's good. That, I think that's the only future bet I place that looks solid right now. That that's and a good, yeah. You should have um, you you hopped on Dak, comeback player of the year. I don't know why you didn't. Oh, my God. That's like that's yeah. a lock. That's a lock. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> that was devastating. I mean, who else can win it? Like Saquon? It was, it was like pretty much Dak. him and Burrow. It's, it's, oh, it's Burrow, literally not Burrow. even like if you had a bad year. It's if you got injured the previous year. Yeah. 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 So stupid. Like, didn't Tannehill get it from coming back from Adam Gase, essentially? Yeah, but <laughs> like that's three fair. years yeah. ago. That's like, fair. no injury at all. Just was not oh, yeah, the same system as Adam Gase. I'd rather get hurt than play for Gase. Yeah, <laughs> Gase is good luck, Chuck. Fucking NFL, except for the Jets, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. For now, long year ahead, boys. Don't don't give up on Wilson. Yeah, yeah, seventeen games, so we can lose an extra one. No, I mean, no, I mean, I still haven't given up on Daniel Jones. It's been three years. I'm about to, but uh, you can't give up on uh, Wilson after three games. I just can't believe the NFL thought it was a good idea if they if they wanted to grow football in. Europe to send the Jets and the Falcons over in week five. <laughs> yeah, Europe must hate us. One. We always send like the worst the Jaguars teams we have all year. There. Yeah, so the, their the owners like lives there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what, what are we doing here? All right. Uh, so cool. we got a minute and a half left. Uh, so Dave, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, we'll recap the, the, let me recap the picks quick. Yeah. Uh, so Dave, you have, I have it right here. Dave's on New Orleans minus seven and a half, Baltimore pick them, New England plus seven, Green Bay minus six and a half, and Seattle plus three. 
T-Mac, you're on KC minus seven, Jets plus seven, Tampa Bay minus seven, uh, Carolina over 50 and a half, and San Fran minus three. And then I am on Baltimore Pickham, uh, Miami under 42 and a half, Washington minus one and a half, Rams minus four and a half, and then the Seattle over 52. Let's have a week, boys, huh? All right. Time All right thanks for having me on, boys. Have a good one. Thanks, thanks for coming on, might, Dave. Good luck. Might, be, might, might just become a permanent uh, guest. I'm down. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, All right. Thanks for He's listening, there, everyone. Safe at last, do 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 do